Blog Talk Radio. Blingy greetings. It's your Bling International Diva Confidence, Miss Bling. And I am here on this wonderful, super warm Thursday evening to do a special show for someone very special. So this is a Bling exclusive edition of Bling Radio tonight. I am actually here with Sweet Tea. I'm going to bring her in in a second. But Sierra, a.k.a. Sweet Tea, we're helping her find a kitten. So you're going to find out everything about her her story, her journey, and how you can be of help to her. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her on the line now. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Hey, hey. How you doing? I am fabulous. How are you? I'm good. I'm blessed. Can't complain. How you? I know, right? Same here, girl. I was going to complain today, and I was, you know what? I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not. Because when I'm, what it is is minor, and I'm like, let me just, let me not complain. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So I, um, I uh, talked to a few people and. I was telling them that I was going to be interviewing you, and they wanted. They said that one of them actually said they were going to reach out to you to see um, what they need to do as far as how they can help and everything. I did um, post a flyer on my Instagram and on my Facebook too. So yes, um, let's just get a little bit into who you are. Um, and I did, you know, do a soft intro um, in the blog, letting people know that I, I mean, we've been Facebook friends for a, a long time. Yes, ma'am, <laughs> for a very long time. Uh, oh, my God, a long time. And, and it's, so, it's crazy um, because I low-key feel like we're somewhat related, but that's going to be like another conversation for another day because we have the same exact last name. We do, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, we might be because it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of us in yes. going down south. So, yeah, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Definitely. <laughs> so, uh, and that's probably I don't know because usually when I see people on Facebook and we had the same last name, I just add them because I'm like, it might be my cousin. And then I just exactly. Keep There's it, not too many Owens out there, so it's like, you know, when you find right. one, they got to be family. Right. Right. So yeah, we might be related. You my cousin anyway. So Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's talk about what's going on with you. Um I know okay. first of all, our birthdays is, we're two days apart. My birthday really? is October third. Yes. And mine so, is October third. Yes. So I'm gonna say happy birthday early. Thank um, you and happy early birthday to you as well. Definitely, thank you. You know what? We're gonna have to link up for um when I come home. I actually be home in Chicago um on the 18th through the 24th. So, okay. so sometime we'll along. definitely we'll, we'll, we'll definitely plan to do up. something together when you're here. Okay, cool, cool. Yes, Works ma'am. for me. Works for me. So, Alrighty. um, now that I see that we're both Libra sisters and we went from cousins to sisters in like three minutes, <laughs> but right. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, that's, that's, how, that's how it happens. It is. It, that's it. That's exactly how it happens. So <laughs> let's talk about your journey with your kidney. Okay. Um, yes, ma'am. And just kind of give everybody a little, you know, background about, uh, well, how old were you when you found out that you had something going on with your kidney? Okay, so for those of you who are tuning in, again, my name is Tiara, a.k.a. Miss Sweet Tea. Um 
I've been I'm gonna start from the beginning. So my senior year of high school, two thousand and eight, I went in for a basketball physical. Uh, when I went in for a basketball physical, they did numerous of tests, like blood work, urine tests, stuff like that. One of the okay. tests, which was a urine test, it showed that I was split, spilling too much protein in my urine. They noticed a lot of bubbles okay. and foam in my urine, so that gave them an alarm um, that something wasn't right. My blood pressure was high. That wasn't right. Um, it was a, a couple of other things that went into factors to figure out that I had kidney disease. Um, they did some okay. testing, did a biopsy, found out that more than 60% of my kidneys were scarred at that time. Um, wow. They had given me two years until my kidneys were completely shut down and I would need to start dialysis. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, my body uh, shut down within a year. So I started dialysis wow. back in 2009. Yeah, I started in 2009. I was pretty young. Didn't really know anybody um, my age going through that. So it was it was kind of tough at first. Um, but the longer I've been dealing with it, the longer I've gotten accustomed to it and and pretty much just been fighting it with no complications, okay. really, no worries, no. I got a, a great support system, my family, my friends, um, people in the community. So I have a great support system. So that, that's been the number one thing that's been able to help me keep going and keep pushing is my support system and my family and, and everybody around me. Um, but okay. yeah, so I found out back in 2009, um, I started dialysis. I, at the time I did home dialysis. So I was okay. put myself on, put myself on pretty much everything that they did in center. I was trained to do it at home with my family. So I did that, okay. uh, home dialysis for five years. Four, on four twenty four fourteen, I received a kidney transplant from a deceased donor. Um, okay. At that time, I was listed in Indiana, Indianapolis, and also in Chicago, Illinois. The kidney came from a deceased donor in Indiana. Um, everything was going okay. My body started going through the rejection episodes. And I was okay. a day shy of a year, which was four Twenty three fifteen is when my body completely shut uh, shut the kidney down, and I had to start dialysis all over again. So I've been back on dialysis. Oh, wow. since, yeah, so I've been back on dialysis since uh, since four twenty three fifteen, and um, this this go around the doctors are saying that it's much better if I receive a kidney from a living donor. Um, with my body and with my kidney disease that I have, it's much better if I receive it from a living donor rather than a, a deceased donor. Because this time the, okay. the match has to be completely perfect, like 100% perfect. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So you've pretty much been on the list since 2015 looking for a living donor for a kidney. Yes, ma'am. So what happened was when I started back dialysis, I had to go through the process all over again of being listed on the transplant list. Um, it took a oh, little wow. time for me to get listed. Um, I literally just got listed, um, I want to say, two, three months ago. Um, I have finally just got put on the University of Chicago transplant list. And the reason okay. why it took so long is because after you have a transplant or a severe surgery, um they have to check everything after that. So one of the factors that was taking so long for me to get relisted was my heart was pretty weak. So I would have to go okay. see a cardiologist every six months. And he had just 
um, approved me to be relisted on the transplant list. So that's why it took so long. We had to go through medicines and, and go through different tests to make sure that my heart was strong enough for another surgery. Because if it wasn't, then they were not going to list me on the transplant list at all. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I know, and I know you said it's a um, a rare kidney disease that you have. Yeah. Um, what what is it? Um, because I'm I'm learning as you're telling me. Um, I've I've known some people to have transplants, and um, I'm just not really aware of what what form of kidney disease you have. And so we can educate the listeners as well, so that they can know what's going on. What can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, ma'am. So what I have is called um, FSGS, and that stands for focal segmental glamour sclerosis. Again, it's called FSGS, um, focal segmental glamour sclerosis. And um, pretty much to break it down, I'm I'm going to break it down in layman's terms, but also give you the medical um, definition behind it. But in layman's okay. terms, pretty much. Whatever happens to one kidney happens to both. Um, so at that time, when they said more than 60% of my kidneys were scarred, meaning both my kidneys were 60% scarred. Um, okay. And pretty much with the disease that I have, it doesn't filter out the waste and the toxins and the fluid from my kidneys, which your body is supposed to do on its own. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, gotcha. yeah, so that's, that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's just not cleaning out the filter and the waste and the fluid that your body is supposed to do on its own every so often. And since my body doesn't do that, um, being on dialysis is very detrimental to my body because any treatment that I miss, I end up getting sick or, um, it causes some of my levels to be high. And it causes for the waste and the toxins to get in my blood. It causes me to be sick and things of that nature. So that is why dialysis is very, very important for us. Okay. Got yeah. you. So with with this condition, what what is it like? Like how does this affect your her life on your on an everyday basis? Well, okay, well I'm gonna go back. Um before I even went to get a physical for school for basketball, I did not have any symptoms at all. And I have people to this day that will ask me, well, what were your signs and symptoms of you knowing or um, finding out that you were having kidney problems? I didn't. I didn't have any signs, okay. any symptoms, um, and that's pretty normal. And that's why when I first found out about my kidney disease, the doctors had informed me that, Sometimes kidney disease can be a silent killer because there is no signs and warnings beforehand. Okay. Now, you may be feeling sick and you may feel drained and whatnot, and you may feel like you just have a regular cold, but go get checked out. Go to the doctor. It's always good to know your symptoms and to know uh, what's going on with you health-wise right. rather than just thinking like, oh, I'm fine, I'm okay, because I thought I was fine. I thought I was perfectly fine. I thought I was okay, like nothing was wrong with me. I felt perfectly okay. fine. So there's no signs and there's no symptoms to knowing if you have um, a kidney disease. But um, 
you are at a higher risk if you have high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, things of that nature. So if you have those, it is best that you go get um, your kidneys checked out just in case. Not saying that, yeah. oh, you're going to automatically have it just because you have high blood pressure or diabetes or whatever the case may be. Not saying that, but you are at a higher risk of getting a kidney disease with having those other health um, issues. But right. as far as um, answering the question, as far as my everyday, day-to-day activities, um, it's okay. Uh, dialysis really does drain your body for so long. After so long, I've been on dialysis for Hello. Back on. So, hello. Oh, you went silent. Um, I heard you say you've been on dialysis dialysis for how long, and then I didn't hear anything else. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I have. You're I was fine. saying I've been on dialysis for ten years, and then um, I was saying that in 2014 to 2015, I didn't have to do dialysis anymore. So that year, I was full of energy. Um. I felt a total difference other than when I was on dialysis. Now that I'm back on dialysis, I still feel that same way. I'm drained sometimes, um, very tired, very weak, depending on how my treatment goes. It all depends on how my treatment goes for that day. And then not even just with the treatment. I can just wake up one day, feel perfectly fine, and then hours later it's like, oh, no, my body feels weak. I feel like I'm shutting down. So it, it's all about your body and what your body can handle and go through. Okay. And then is it like, do you have to eat a certain way um, to kind of keep your energy, um, keep your energy up? Is there certain things that you can't eat or can't have, things that you have to watch out for um, in eating or as far as activities? Like is there certain activities that they advise you to do, not to do? Yes. So when I first found out about my kidney disease, they had informed me that um, I would have to let basketball go. Um, I can't okay. play any contact sport whatsoever due to the fact that I my access is on my right forearm. So I can't have anything happen to that arm because that is my lifeline. So no contact okay. sports. Um, as far as Things to eat and not eat, they try to keep all the patients on a renal diet, um, which is low sodium. You have to watch your fluid intake. Um, they try to keep you away from as much red meat as possible. They want you to try to eat uh, very healthy and very lean, um, okay. mostly a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, and things of that nature, and pretty much just staying on top of any medicines that they may have on. Uh, but sometimes those may not even work. It's just the fact that dialysis really do just drain drain you. Um, you're sitting on a machine okay. for three and a half, maybe four or more hours um, just sitting on a machine, and the machine is just pretty much cleaning your body. I mean, I'm sorry, not cleaning your body, but filtering the, the waste and the toxins that's in your blood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, definitely, I can say that you are very strong um, for being able to, one, talk about it, and two, dealing with it and maintaining. Um, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I want to commend you for that. And then I'm just glad that I, I don't know if it was in the middle of the night. You're welcome. I don't know if it was in the middle of the night because I'll be, I'll be scrolling on Facebook um, in the middle of working on stuff, and then I'll see stuff, and then I'll see some stuff, and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to log off. But I know I think it was in the middle of the night or real early in the morning when I actually saw that um, post. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, that, okay, let me let me help. How can I help? You know, Thank so you. I um, no problem, no problem. So um, as far as you finding a living donor, let the people know what exactly you need um, or what they have to do to see if they're eligible to donate a kidney to you. Oh, of course. So um, for any of you who are listening or um, if you may, even if you aren't ready to donate me your kidney, that's okay. I do understand that this is a very, very serious surgery. And I do understand that some of you may have never had to have surgery before, so you're not ready, which is understandable. Because when I first Mm -hmm. started this, I wasn't ready to have any surgeries. And since I've been on dialysis, I've had 20-plus surgeries. So trust me. I do understand, but if mm-hmm. you aren't um, ready to donate, but you do know somebody who may want to donate, or you just want to spread the word just to get the word out, um, there's two options that people can do. They can either text a number or email um, a certain email to get the information. The number that you will text is 708-374-8619. One nine again. The the number is seven zero eight three seven four eight six one nine. You will text that number with your first and last name, and then after that, you will receive a text message with um, the next steps on what you should do to see if you are a match. Um, or if you don't want to text, you can also email at kidney four the number four sweet tea at gmail.com again the email is kidney k-i-d-n-e-y the number four sweet tea that's s-w-e-e-t-c-e-a at gmail.com you also um, email your first and last name and you'll also receive the next step on what to do as far as seeing if you are a match Um, I know the next steps will be a link and it will send you directly to the University of Chicago Hospital um, survey link. And with this survey link, they're going to ask you a lot of personal questions. And the personal questions are more so geared towards your health. They want to know your health history. Um, because knowing your health history will let them know and determine if you're able to go through the next steps, which are blood work and things of that nature, to see if you can give me your kidney. Um, they ask you okay. health questions as well as your weight. So I, I've, I've had a couple people already go through the process, and the dietitians are calling back and let them know, hey, you may be a little bit overweight, or hey, you have issues, so you may not be able to go through within it, and things of that nature. So when answering the questions, just please be 100% honest with your health um, survey so we can find a perfect match for me. Awesome. Awesome. And then um, let them know what your blood type is, too, um, because it may be someone that's listening and have the same blood type, and then they can go ahead and go through the procedure like um, you were saying what they need to do, either text or email. Yes, ma'am. So I, my blood type is A positive. 
which means that I can receive from either A or O. So if you know your blood type and you know that you are an A or an O, then that is perfect. Um, then you can definitely go through with the process. Um, but if you don't know what your blood type is, they ask that you find out um, before even trying to consider going through with the process because your blood type is one of the main key factors of finding out if you're a perfect match or not. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, is there anything else that you want the people to know um, about you and you looking for a kidney donor? Um, I want to give them my page names, if that's okay. Um, I have a oh, Facebook. Yeah. yeah, I have a Facebook, an Instagram, Twitter, and also a YouTube. So my Facebook page is all of them are pretty much kidney for sweet pea, but the way that I have it um, spelled out is a little different for each page. So for Facebook, it's just completely kidney for sweet pea, um, with the number four and not spelled out, and then. For Instagram, it's kidney, the number four, underscore, sweet tea. For Twitter, it's just hashtag kidney for sweet tea. And then for YouTube, it's kidney for sweet tea. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool beans. Well, definitely yeah. glad that we got a chance to talk and let people know what we're looking for. Um, yes. Yeah, if I know of anything, um, and it's and as far as you being listed at, in the University of Chicago, is it mm-hmm. other states or other places that you can receive it from? Does it have to be specifically from Chicago, or could it be? So, uh, it can be as far as me being listed in the University of Chicago Hospital. I can be if somebody can be from Wisconsin or. Mississippi or anywhere, but as long as they go through the the link that I give them, then I'll be going through with the University of Chicago Hospital to get the transplant with that person. Um, right now, I'm just listed at the University of Chicago Hospital. Um, eventually, I'm going to venture out into going to different states to get listed, preferably okay. states that are closer to me, um, and that'll be easy for me to get to because that's one of the things that we have to consider when being listed at these facilities is that we have to find somewhere that is easy for us to go to, especially if we ended up getting sick or if we need some medical or treatment right after um, the transplant and things of that nature. So right now I'm in the process of looking around and see which other hospital I can be listed at. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Um, No, thank you for having me. No problem. You're welcome. Any other thing um, I can do to help, let me know. Um, I will also be writing a blog as well, so it'll have all the information so people will know what they need to do um, to actually help you find a donor. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you. No problem. And I'll, I'll be home soon. When I get there, I'll hit you up so we can have lunch or something. Yes, please do. All right, girl. Well, I'll talk to you <laughs> soon. You have a great evening. Okay, thank you. All right, you're welcome. Bye bye. All right, y'all. That was Tierra, aka 
Miss Sweet Tea, and um, it was such a pleasure to have her on the call just to see what's going on with her, with her journey, and how you can help find a match for her to have a, a new kidney. So I um I am going to write a blog, and I'm going to post all the information. She gave you all the information as well. I'm going to go ahead and play some music real quick. Um, let me see. Her got this new song called Good to Me. And I really like it. So I'm going to play that, and then we're going to dip out. So I'll be back. <laughs> Bling Radio. Wanna try, I wanna thrive, not just survive, no faking. And every night, when it's feeling right, feel like you're living lies, and I'm breaking, but I cannot stay, and I'm not okay. All on
I'm out. Peace.